Yes, he's a regular on this program. We look forward every fortnight to speaking to one of the directors at Freshwater Strategy. Leo Shanahan is in the house. And Leo, before we get into what's going on, congratulations to Albo. There's a lot of decisions that he's been making of late. And Jody said yes, so that's fantastic. But I had startling revelations earlier today when I found out who your NRL side is. Good afternoon, Leo. <laughs> Well, you put me on the spot with that one. <laughs> questions without notice. <laughs> and and that team is? The West Tigers. <laughs> and they, uh, yeah, I keep it quiet here for a reason. Very quiet. No, I, I am a proud West Tigers fan, Jimmy. And, uh, you know, we aim to get off the bottom of the ladder this year, not the triple crown of, uh, of wooden oh. spoons. And I'm predicting a 12th finish. Why not? I'll go with your colleague Evan on that one. Okay, 12th. Now, that's good too because there's not a new team coming into the league this year. Remember exactly. when you ran 16th and everyone <laughs> said, we can't go any worse? And you went 17th. Anyway, let's get away from that. Uh, what about these 18th, 19th and 20th side? I talked about Anthony Albanese's article yesterday. Mm. There he was in the – all the pitches were all in the Newtown blue bags. But he's saying yes to PNG. He's saying yes to the Bears. And he's saying yes – to Newtown. How does that all work well, out, Obviously, Leo? getting engaged has put him in a good mood, <laughs> Jimmy. Exactly. Uh, look, I, th I think there's a lot of politics here, and you can't uh, escape uh, the politics in sport. There's as much politics in sport as there is in politics, as we like yes. to say at Freshwater Strategy. And, uh, look, it's fascinating because we have discussed the PNG bid before and the political implications of yes. that, right? It is, a, it is a, first and foremost, really a diplomatic type of uh, a geo-diplomatic uh, type of move from the government to further um, Australia's ties in PNG and hedge off uh, Chinese expansion in the Pacific, right? Yes. You never yes. think the game of rugby league <laughs> is, is played <laughs> at these levels, but this is where, this is what, where we're at yeah. globally. Now, there is, of course, a political dimension even to the Perth bid. Um, one would think, given the role of uh, Labor seats in, in Perth, you have yep. a strong Labor government, state yep. government over there, and there are some strong federal seats in Perth. And um, it is interesting that Anthony Albanese made those comments yesterday, coincided with his first trip to Perth in a while, and sit down with some yes. uh, serious political heads in Perth and stakeholders and business leaders and unions, et cetera. So it is very interesting that he's made those comments to tie in with a trip to Perth. Now, I'm highly supportive of those uh, uh, of those comments, and I've been on the record before saying we have helped out in the Perth bid. Yep. Um, and, you know, it is such a strong potential bid, and uh, it was the freshwater team that, that worked on and brought the Dolphins into uh, the NRL, and, and the dynamics in, in Perth are, uh, are incredible. You know, and Wayne Bennett's been on the record saying he supports uh, a Perth team. Yep. Uh, you've got this ability to attract capital out of Perth. You've got a growing city that's you've got a large uh, East Coast expat population, uh, international expat population that would yes. be interested in rugby league as well, potentially. And you've got this great time zone. I mean, people have pointed to Perth in the past saying, well, the time zone's problematic. It's not problematic at all. And in fact, broadcasters love this idea of having yeah. a potential late night Friday night game or a Saturday night game. That's actually an afternoon game in Perth. There's always all many ways you can cut this, and uh, as we see in the in the US, west west coast to east coast, it yeah. works w really well for broadcasters. Um, so it does have the ability to attract some sophisticated investors and a lot of capital. 
And I think what is interesting about Perth too, when you look at the potential there, the Western Reds, when they came into the comp, were mm -hmm. not actually a bad team. They were, far, they were yeah. the most successful of those expansion teams. And they were really just a victim of the Super League war uh, when the comp got back together. But, you know, at its height, they had 14,000 uh, development, uh, you know, youth, um, uh, you know, population players, players, yep. players yep. <laughs> that's the word I'm looking for, playing rugby league. Now, that's dropped down in the interim yeah. to only about 5,000, right? That population of, of rugby league players. But you could easily, with a growing, and that, by the way, is that a, as a result, too, of a, of a Perth that's actually grown in that interim. So the drop-off has been enormous with because you don't have a rugby league team there. Yes. You could easily, though, with a rugby league team there, get that back up to about 20,000 pretty quickly is, is, is the thinking. So, um, and you, of course, can attract talent there. People would like to live in Perth. Yep. You know, it can be based in Perth. And this idea, lastly, of course, of a tie-up with the Newtown Jets. I mean, it's a fantastic rugby league brand. Why wouldn't you want to do that? Uh, so, local league, yeah, I'd suggest that it could be a lot stronger than what local league is in Melbourne. And we know the success of that. The one thing before we get to government is government. Because that's the last part of that West Australian yeah. bid that you haven't mentioned. Would they get the support of the West Australian government? West Australian government has been hugely supportive right. of, of the bid and would continue to be so. So um, now they, not, they aren't going to underwrite the bid as such, but they, they are uh, helping in um, campaigning to get that bid uh, in front of the NRL and help out with investors. So they are hugely, uh, hugely supportive of the bid in the West Australian government. Okay, so if we go then to why Albo would be looking at this, interestingly, he, of course, is first and foremost the member for Grindler, mm. and that takes in Marrickville, Newtown, et cetera. So real uh, – new. I know he's a South Sydney Rabbitoh supporter, but it's real Jets heartland as well. Yeah, and I, I think it would be a great tie-up with the Jets. Obviously, there's some talk last year in the media – about uh, the Perth Jets. I mean, as a brand, it makes sense. As, you know, as a mascot, Perth Jets, it, yeah. it works really well. You can maintain that quality heritage rugby league brand that uh, Newtown Jets have. And you also have a, you have a supporter base in the inner west. As you know, Jimmy, it's kind of like the, the Jets are a kind of cool yeah. team, right? Even though they're not in the NRL, they're still playing in the New South Wales Rugby League. You, so you have their supporter base there that is, that is pretty young and hip. Um, and then that also gives them a, a kind of edge in, in, in support, which the rugby league always needs. And, I mean, imagine a game, you know, a Leichhardt-Oval game between the Jets and the Tigers, you know. <laughs> that would be great, you know, once a year. And the Jets could play a couple of games uh, over East. And, um, look, I think it's much more viable than some of the other uh, – well, I would, I'm, I'm biased, but I would say it is the most viable bid than some of the others that are being thrown around. Uh, the Food and Beer Festival at Henson Park is fantastic, and I think they get uh, they get over 9,872 Jet supporters at that. I was there last year. It was yeah, fantastic. right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, all right, let's go to the Bears. Peter yeah. Volandis has basically come out and said yes, yes to the Bears. Where? Don't know. Don't care. But the, the dormant Bears fans, he <laughs> thinks, can be reactivated. Yeah. Um, I've got grave concerns about North Sydney Oval doing anything other than a trial game, but that's just me. W where do you think the Bears are going to land? Well, look, the Bears, yeah. Uh, once again, Volandis, it's, it's classic Volandis, and it's, he's, he's, a, he's a real businessman, you know, in that sense. And he's, he's, he's doing the right things for the game. He's, he's looking positive, saying, yes, I want to bring back these, these franchises that have support. Why not? Yes. You know, if, they, if I can do that, if I want to... If, if I can expand the game in a realistic fashion, why not? You know, and take it to Vegas, et cetera. 
uh, these great Volandis exercises, but I, but uh, they all have to be, um, you know, caged in reality at some point, and you know we get mugged by reality, and I think the PNG bid will, will the more this goes on, people start doing the numbers, start looking at practicalities, get mugged by reality. Um, the bears have spoken about wanting to link up with Perth, even wanting to look at a PNG partnership. Yeah. Now my understanding is that the focus on the bears is a Pacific kind of tie-up, which would be based in New Zealand, either in Wellington or South Island. You'd think that South Island would be would be Christchurch. Yep. Um, and then you can have a kind of Pacific uh, Polynesian, uh, Micronesian support base that is then uh, that then plays the odd game in say in, in Fiji or right. wherever else. But then you know, are we in a situation where we're going to have <laughs> a team that is has its heritage in North Sydney? based in New Zealand somewhere, playing games in Tandy mm. or wherever else, yeah. and then uh, and then periodically wanting to play up the road here in North Sydney. Yeah. I mean, that sounds pretty complicated to me. Well, as a West Tigers fan, you would know better than most what it's like <laughs> having five home grounds. Well, exactly. <laughs> well, to be fair, this, this argument with home grounds is a good one. It's yeah. a good argument that the Tigers have been curtailed by their lack of you know established home grounds. And, you know, if you end up in a position where... The, Tigers are playing three, four home home grounds. That's just in New South Wales, by yeah. the way. They're playing. What What about if you're playing three, four different home grounds around uh, New Zealand, the Pacific Islands, and the East Coast of Australia? Yeah, the Bears have got anyone on their dance card. That's the problem well, with that. The they will dance with anyone. And and that's the structure of their their bid is just to be scattergun. We're we're coming in. You should take us because we're the Bears. And yeah. I, I, with all due respect, I think you know that's not necessarily the way you want to structure a bid. Um, you want to have focus, you want to have planning, and you want to have you know established government support. Now, they, they seem to have league support, they've got Albo's general support, but once again, where does this, how does this actually play out? You can say the similar thing to, to, to return to the PNG bid. There's talk that PNG is going to be a FIFO arrangement out of Cairns or something. Yeah. So, okay, let, let's just walk through that. You've got hundreds of millions of dollars of mm. Australian taxpayers' money mm. riding on this thing. It's not the players aren't going to be based in PNG because no one really wants to live there. Players or staff. Um, yeah, yep. I mean, unless there's a lot of PNG locals, 100% respect that. But uh, you know, try getting a, an NRL young superstar to, and his family to move to to uh, Port Moresby. Yeah. Then, then what you're going to be flying in players between to play some home games for yeah. Port Moresby. I thought the point of this thing was that PNG get a team. And then you've got this complication. The Cowboys do not want uh, another NRL team hanging out in North Queensland. Yeah. So what does that mean? They're going to be based in maybe Brisbane. So that brings in the complication of what about another Brisbane team? Yeah. So maybe it should be a, a Brisbane-based team that's got PNG links. I mean, the, the, the computations start to get very complicated rather than, hey, what about a team based in a large Australian city with money and where people want to live, like yeah. Perth? The counter to that is someone put $600 million on the table. It's hard to say no to, right? That's true. And then the other thing about it it's is... It's also not private capital, though, Jimmy. It's it's government money. That's right. And it's, there's sovereign risk inv involved in there on both sides, you know, with PNG. Um, and, you know, if it turns out that um, some hundreds of millions of dollars, $600 million, I mean, the amount of money... Yeah. Um, I, I, I really hope there's going to be good tracking of where that money goes in mm. PNG, right? Because, you know... It is, there are serious sovereign risk elements in PNG. 
uh, Misha Zelinsky, who we've had on this program, yep. journalist for... Yeah, Misha. yeah yep. so he's mm. now gone into the NRL yep. in an official capacity. So um, that's interesting around that PNG bid as well. All right, let's move away from the NRL, which is expanding. And unfortunately, it looks like the, the poor old Super League is... Uh, the Super Rugby is retracting. What's the latest with the Melbourne Rebels? We spoke about it yesterday. $20 million in yeah. debt and 10 staff let go, including the CEO, Baden-Stevenson. And everyone who's remaining has been placed on a four-month contract. That does not bode well. It doesn't at all. And as you know, I, I kind of predicted last week, uh, the, the supposed debt amount has, has ballooned Yes. Um, at closer inspection. And uh, a lot of the directors are now uh, out of pocket. You've got the ATO chasing them. Do you want to add a level of complication to it? 2025 uh, British and Irish Lions Tour, mm. 2027 Rugby World Cup. You would say the MCG would have been favourite to host the Rugby World Cup. So what? And obviously there would have been Victorian government involvement in, in both those tournaments. If you yeah. take away the Rebels, what does, what does the Victorian government go, oh, see you later? Yeah, exactly. At least Perth has got a, uh, got a super team and a good stadium. I mean... They'd, they'd be up there for for some of the major games, you'd think, if, if not. Like, there's talk they're all competing, all the big cities competing for the final. Um, where does the MCG stack up in this? Yeah. I mean, I still think – I mean, it's obviously been Sydney in my opinion. <laughs> but, I mean, <laughs> you never know. You never know. Yeah. It'll be in Sydney. Probably not Leichhardt, although <laughs> they, are, they are planning to upgrade that. We, we keep on hearing. Leo, as always, mate, fascinating in the world of sport. You can check it all out. Freshwater strategy. These guys – uh, cutting edge when it comes to that. Great to have you in the in the house, mate. Thanks, Jimmy.